0: Now. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, JoJo.
1: And I'm Dyra.
0: Oh, y'all, can y'all see it? Let me know if y'all can see it. Oh, I know it's all backwards and shit, but we got a fucking sign.
1: Is it backwards for them?
0: Yeah. No, well, it's not. No. Maybe. It's, all right. It's no. backwards for me because the way that I see it in uh-huh. the camera, it's backwards. But yeah. we got a sign that says, let's chat. So litty. We, mm-hmm. We're going to get one that like changed colors and shit, but I think it was more expensive. So
1: yeah. we Cheap work for cool. we. Yeah. We got it from Amazon. Um, Under $100. And yeah, it says, let's chat for the people who are listening and not watching us. Um, but yeah, we're, we're hooking up the room slowly, but surely we're waiting on some lesbian art from Etsy. So I'm super excited for that. So we're going to be changing up the background a little bit. Um, and yeah,
0: we're going to do our best. Mm-hmm. And if you also can't tell, I got a tan y'all. We finally had our first beach day. Yeah. Um, yesterday, which mm-hmm. if you're listening, this is about a week ago Uh huh. and <laughs> We went to Asbury Park. Yeah. It was actually really nice as people say. I don't believe Bougie. in fucking paying for
1: yo $12 to go to the beach. Yeah. I was shocked by that cuz I haven't gone to the beach the whole summer and I have haven't been the whole year. So when she said $12, I looked at her like she was crazy. I'm like $12 for what? Yeah. To visit a Visit a beach that's free. I'm I mean, used to
0: like Ratchet Us, um, like Atlantic City, Wildwood, and shit like that, where we don't pay to go get to on the be- beach. Like we just go, we just walk on. Yeah. Like, so that was new. She wasn't yeah. very thrilled about it. I wasn't. I was on my, was- I was on my
1: cheap shit because. <laughs> uh because like we were so prepared for this beach and like so prepared like we had the cooler, we had the beach chairs, we had the umbrella, we had the food, snacks, you name it, we had it. And okay, the $12 or whatever ended up being like $30, whatever. It is what it is. But then when we actually got to the beach, it was so crowded. Whatever, it's summer. But the wind, bro. Yeah, it the was wind the wind. Was it was the wind for me because the sand was like hitting us like rocks were falling on us literally yeah. so it was hard to really enjoy and she hates sand i hate it so the whole time she's like the sand the sand
0: she now she's <laughs> fucking gassing cuz she was definitely bitching about the sand too yeah but no. what it was for me the thing i have a like i don't even have a love i have like this really un liking like hate relationship with sand because i have an issue uh i don't know what the fuck it is but i've always had sweaty ass hands and feet since i was a kid like i sweat a lot Mm -hmm. um and my hands being the worst it's always sweating hot or cold whatever it's like soaking wet majority Mm -hmm. of the time so everything sticks to my hands and i if you know what that feels like, it's not a comfortable feeling. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's very uncomfortable. And then like I my body again, I sweat. So it's like it sticks to me. It doesn't like it yeah. doesn't get off of me. And it's the rubbing sensation of that those salt and like sand yeah. grains on my body. And I have a bad experience of chub rub. So when you have chub rub and you got sand all in places where it doesn't belong, it it fucks you up and you end up with like um mm-hmm. what are those? I don't even know. Like, you just end up with like, uh, you know, when you, like when you get rug burns, kind of yeah, like that. Yeah. And it hurts. Yeah. It hurts when that's between your legs and you got to walk. and It's just not a good experience. I thought it was like
1: exfoliating, though. It's like the sand rubbing nah, on you. Nah. Like, I was putting uh, tanning oil on her. And I'm like, oh, this is like a whole like exfoliating thing.
0: Meanwhile, <laughs> for me, I'm like, you know how when you scratch a chalkboard with your nails? That's yeah. what it was like for me.
1: I really, love it. Like,
0: I know how that. Like, I don't like the. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just, yeah, sweaty hand props and like. No, her body hands issues. really be
1: sweating. Like old like, D. They're just sweating right now. Like old D. Like it's a problem.
0: But yeah, we were so hyped for this beach day, and it, it was like, and it wasn't the worst beach day. It was just annoying. Like for our very first one, we came super prepared. That's probably the most prepared I've been to the beach since mm-hmm. I was a child. <laughs> and um, it was just kind of disappointing in a sense because it was hard to enjoy.
1: No, um, it was definitely the wind. Like the wind was so strong to the mm-hmm. point where I saw people have like little um, umbrellas on the ground. And yeah, shit. and like shields to protect themselves. And I was like, I, I should have, I should brought one of those. And I looked them up on Amazon. It was eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, we're getting off topic, and it's funny because I tell her all the time. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I'm listening to a podcast, and it's a podcast that like I don't listen to frequently. And the first 20 minutes, they're blabbing about God knows what. And they're talking about shit that I don't care about. Only so about five, six minutes. I'm right? literally, we're doing that right now. So let's get to it because. All right,
0: we, we still got to stay personalized <laughs> to the people who do listen to us regularly. Welcome all to all our new listeners. Thank you for being here and taking <laughs> the time to listen to our shenanigans. However, for those of you who keep coming back every week, we appreciate you and love you. Yeah. Beyond measures. Mm -hmm. And thank you for listening to our shenanigans.
1: Our nonsense.
0: Yeah. But today we're going to get into boundaries. Um, I'm guilty of not having boundaries, I have to say. Mm -hmm. And um, I know you're a very boundary kind of person. Like she is like if you give her a list she's gonna go from the top to the bottom from the front to the back she's so like
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i wasn't always like this but yeah I, um this episode's on boundaries because that our last episode um was about like attachment styles and yeah. like basically like um towards the end we talked about like how you can change your attachment style and one of the ways is like by setting boundaries but I didn't learn this till like, later in life. Um, and we'll talk about, like, some examples of how you set boundaries. And I think people are scared to set boundaries because it makes them look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And it makes them look like a bitch. Like, literally. Like, people are looking at you like, damn. Like, why she's she so tough? And it's like, because if I don't set these boundaries, then... It's like having your own set
0: of rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. So pretty much boundaries or limits that you create for people to respect your personal space Mm -hmm. and pretty much just by letting them know what is okay with you and what is not okay with you. Um, I know for some people, uh, people don't like their personal bubbles to be like, you know, overly Mm -hmm. interactive and people like touching them and shit. Like people have Mm -hmm. boundaries such as like, don't touch me. I don't like to be touched by people. I don't know. I don't like to be, You know, um, like don't touch my face. Yeah, don't touch my face. Don't touch my hair. Yeah. Or like, I don't like to be approached by people that I don't know, or like, you know, I'm not comfortable with having these conversations. I can't tell you how many times people like kind of shy away from certain conversations because it's just not something that they're, you know, interested in having with people they have. Like, like it all depends on a certain level of um, your relationship with that person. Right. So, um, again, like, Everything that we do, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, we learn as we go with life. So boundaries, like she said, is like something that you kind of learn as you go. Um, And it was something that I definitely learned and I'm still learning. Um, But again, background situation, like in my house, we didn't really have many boundaries. It was, I think the most boundary thing that you had was just like, respect your elders type shit, respect adults. Don't, don't hit your, don't hit an adult. Don't mm-hmm. be an adult conversation. Don't like things like that. You mm-hmm. don't think about um, like boundaries yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until you think like, oh, well, when I'm adult, maybe that'll be something. Right. And then when we become old enough to actually do these things, we don't know how to do them. We don't know the, yeah. the steps and um, just the way to take it into that direction. Yeah. So I had no boundaries. Um, I don't think that I've gotten into them until recently and within the last. I hate to say it, but not that i wasn't grown or nothing and about my shit but i can say that she holds me fairly accountable for a lot of things um and i guess for me being single you would think you would have boundaries but i me being single for so long i didn't have boundaries i was just kind of like let me Mm -hmm. just go on with life and see where it takes me type shit um but meeting her she was just like full of boundaries
1: I'm like, yeah, that's a no-go.
0: She said, don't leave my uh, shower curtain open. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's little things, but then it's big things when it comes to, like, your relationships, your friendships, and, like, even work. So I'm definitely going to talk about some boundaries with work because mm-hmm. these jobs really swear that they own you. And it's like, no. Now I'm gonna tell you about yourself. You don't ask me for for something to be done by the end of the day that takes
0: yeah,
1: hours awesome. to do. Like if you're gonna give me a, a a task, make sure that the deadline is like a couple days away. Like you can't hit me with all this shit at once. It's unfair.
0: Yeah, that's facts. fact. She got a lot of shit when it comes to work, especially in the previous job that she had.
1: Oh, my goodness. Um,
0: yeah. Or not even that one. Honestly, like, you're being in higher education and shit, yeah. she tells me all the time. And I'm just like, that's crazy because people who work in higher education really get the shit end of the stick. Mm-hmm. You know, they really bust their ass and it's just like, for what?
1: Yeah, education in general, like, mm-hmm. teachers, all of that. Yeah. Um. So, let's talk about, like, emotional boundaries. Yes. Or do you want to...
0: So... We have a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of types of boundaries. Um, But to start, we're going to start with emotional. Mm -hmm. So pretty much regulating, you know, what people say about you or say to you, um, you know, making sure that your feelings are respected. You know, there's many times where we go into situations um, and conversations with people and they don't respect the way that you feel about the situation Mm -hmm. and people are very dismissive of your feelings in general. And it can be kind of annoying because sometimes it's hard to have conversations with people when people just care about their own feelings and their own takeaway of the conversation. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it's kind of annoying to have those conversations with people because it's like, this is going nowhere. Yeah obviously you just wanted to talk to talk so i'm just gonna let you talk if that was the case then you should just said that and Mm -hmm. i would have saved myself the trouble of even having a thought right you know so if you're the person on the other side of that who just doesn't shut the fuck up and care about other people's feelings then talk to a wall
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think it's all about self-awareness and like sometimes people just don't have it yeah and it's crazy I was gonna say something
0: and I had to let it go. <laughs> um, another thing is pressuring people or allowing yourself to be pressured into conversations that you don't feel comfortable with, with having. Mm-hmm. You know, too many times, again, people push us into a corner where it's like, <gasps> oh, sorry. Too many times we catch ourselves in conversations where we don't feel comfortable enough to have those conf- conversations, right? And it makes us feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Then people like to make you feel like, you're shy or like they make you feel bad for not sharing because they're in a group where they're oversharing their personal details and information. Yeah. So, you know, just don't feel that pressure to be pushed into a corner where you have to overshare, mm-hmm. or like share your personal information with people you don't even feel comfortable with doing. So with. you know, a lot of people like to keep things private. Not everybody wants to talk about their business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, just awareness with that. And then, you know, excusing yourself from those inappropriate conversations you don't like to have. Not everybody's into talking about sex or their kinks or, you know, their, you know, past relationships and Mm -hmm. things like that. So we have to, like, that. it's okay for us to excuse ourselves from those situations as well as allowing people to excuse themselves for those situations. You know, we're not all built From the same cloth in Mm -hmm. a sense of in you know an environment where we're comfortable with talking about things Mm -hmm. um for example she's not she doesn't have certain conversations with her parents that i would have my with my parents yeah um there's times where she when she first met me she was like oh wow that's how you talk to your parents um (laughs) and that's just how we talk to each other like She feel like we talk in an aggressive manner. And for me, that's just the house I grew up in. We all talk aggressively and in a loud tone to each other where they whisper.
1: Uh, We don't (laughs) whisper. (laughs) They whisper.
0: They whisper and speak softly. And you think that they're being cute and nice. And they're probably telling each other off. You can't tell because their tone is so like...
1: So, you know, that's Uh some of the differences in our household. Do you have any examples of like how you would set boundaries? Like let's say... Let's say you're in the group mm-hmm. and you want to set boundaries and you don't want to talk about whatever they're talking about. So, like, for example, let's say you're hanging out with a friend and they start talking shit about one of your other friends, right? Just talking shit, talking shit, blah, blah, blah. How do you set boundaries there? Because for me, I would be like, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there because that's also, like, my friend. So, I, I would prefer not hearing it because it puts me in an uncomfortable position. Yeah. Right? Because then if you tell your other friend, like, yo, she was talking all this shit about you. Then you're put in the middle, like, oh, yeah. she's, she's like starting drama.
0: I don't like to be in the middle. So, I kind of just mind my, my business. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, I don't think that I've ultimately been like, oh... I don't know, because I feel like some people know not to have those conversations with me Mm -hmm. um, off the strength of that they know that I'm friends with that person Mm -hmm. or like my sense of, you know, um, Mm -hmm. like connection with that person. Like if I'm always with that person, they're going to think like, oh, well, you probably going to say something. Yeah. And not that I'm a person that says anything. I'm really a one way person. So it goes in and it don't come out like that's Mm -hmm. it, because I don't have time and I don't like to put myself in and put predicament or the position to where I'm stuck in the middle of bullshit I don't like confrontation I don't like conflict it's just not for me um so I just try to stay out of it I'll be like "Mm, I'm gonna head out
1: (laughs) (laughs) another example is like okay not because y'all but you're (laughs)
0: damned if you do and you're damned if you don't like to where you could be like Mm -hmm. yo that's cool like I don't want no sauce like Mm -hmm. you know that's great good for you but um sometimes people take that as offense too and it's just like not to be like again it's just like I don't want to hear it when you're talking about them and I don't want to hear it when they're talking about you
1: right it's just crazy that people feel so comfortable to talk shit about someone that they know that you're cool with like it's like girl like Stop. But it just
0: makes you think. Like sometimes, sometimes I shut the fuck up only because I I like to listen what people have to say. But it makes, because what they mm-hmm. are saying is the same shit that they doing when you're not there. Right. So they're That's what I'm that saying shit about you. So to me, it's just like, right. all right, ah, right. I was around for that conversation, mm-hmm. but I disengaged from that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I I like was not at right. all involved. I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. At the most, I would I'd probably be like, "Wow, that's crazy," mm-hmm. um, but change the subject type shit. Right. But I don't really like the idea of this and that unless mm-hmm. I actually feel that way, mm-hmm. um, or I could agree on the the conversation at hand. But ultimately, I kind of just like to be like my my business. Yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think I think think when things like that happen, it makes you realize the person that's talking shit is just like they're a shit talker. So if they're talking shit about that person to you, they're probably talking shit about you to someone else. Like this is their character. So I look for that when I am around new people and new friends. Not that I look for it, but like I notice those things. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm very cautious with who I bring in my circle and who I consider a friend, like a legit friend, because I don't I don't consider a lot of people Mm friends. I have like two friends. And that's about it. And I'm okay with that because I feel like the bigger your circle is, I feel like the more drama you're involved in for whatever reason. And I feel like as you get older, your circle really does shrink because you guys are into different things and that's totally fine. That's totally okay. Like, I'm not cool with a lot of people that I used to go to school with, but that's because we're we're doing our own thing. And I don't, I mean, I have them on social media and we stay in contact that way, but it's not like a... We're texting all the time like i text two people almost every day um but another example that i want to to do is like let's say for like since this is like a queer podcast like let's say you're in a room and people are talking about like their sexual experiences right but you're not out yet mm-hmm. it's like how do you shut that down So people don't get hints that, like, oh, maybe they're gay. Like, maybe you're just not ready to talk about these things yet. Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking about, like, when I was younger and my friends were talking about, like, their sexual experiences and all of these things, like, I would feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in a way. Because it was, like, I don't, like, I knew that inside I was gay, but it was just, like, I don't want to talk about these things. I don't enjoy it. So I don't know i would just disengage but like right. if someone's like pushing you like dara what about you or jojo what about you tell us about your sexual experiences like who was the best person that you made out with and like <laughs> some shit like that because i feel like girls really be wanting to talk about these things like mm-hmm. they, they be like oh how how big was his d girl yeah, did I-, I take a ruler i don't know i don't care <laughs> like
0: I have those conversations too Girl,
1: yeah but it's like girls love that shit like um, straight girls I don't <laughs> um
0: I, I don't know because I was believe it or not I was never really comfortable having sexual conversations and mm-hmm. it wasn't even off the strength of like m- me knowing I like girls or like my sexuality at the mm-hmm. time because I feel like I've always been yeah pretty, pretty damn out there if anything so um But like sexual conversations in general, it's fun to hear, but it it was ultimately not my wave to like talk about things. Mm -hmm. Also, I think that because that's because it I came from an unexperienced space. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have my first sexual experience for way, Mm -hmm. you know, long after most people were having them. Yeah. You know, you think about people having their sexual experiences by 15, 16, whatever. And you know, I really didn't have my first one until after high school or like before high school. I was eighteen. So like one, I'm not having those conversations because I hadn't experienced it. And if I'm just experiencing it, how do I even know how to have the conversation? Like for a while, I wouldn't even say giving like eating pussy, like eat vagina. Like that Mm -hmm. shit was weird. Um, or like talking about how to do it. Like like that the episode we did where we talked about strap or the having sex one that mm-hmm. we did um let's talk about sex i would have not have said half of those things that we conversated about yeah me neither. in those episodes if this was like
1: yeah me neither years
0: ago me neither like So 22 21 i wasn't yeah. having these sexual so conversations we about.
1: were we were the same so i feel like when you're i don't know like it's like when you're in this discovery stage you're probably like the friend that doesn't talk about these yeah. things you're like uncomfortable yeah. you're like uh-uh girl like i just be like, i don't kiss and tell next subject like let's talk about something else like i'm over it yeah um so yeah it was the same way too so i'm sure that people who know us from back in the day look look at the podcast and look at the clips and be like who is what this? the hell right who is this yeah, yeah. <laughs> um
0: but i also think that that not only being comfortable with having those um inappropriate conversations but also like who you're having it with yeah you know so, like, if it's someone closest to you and you've told them anything, everything, you know, you're probably gonna feel comfortable enough to do it. But mm-hmm. uh, Which is another thing. We're probably, listen, I know we're going over some boundary um types here, but we're probably gonna be jumping all over the place because, you know, it's a spare of the moment type of thing. I also feel like people who are closest to you feel like you're gonna tell them everything. Like, oh, since we're so close, that we don't have any boundaries. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I expect you to tell me everything. I expect you to allow me to use your things. I expect you to allow me to be able to touch you if I want to touch you. I, yeah. You know they have that automatic expectation because your your bond is like you know yeah. you guys have been so close for so many years. It's impossible for you to create a bond, a boundaries between us. Like what kind yeah. of shit is that? Um, do you feel like at some point you should make boundaries with the people you're closest with too, or is it just like I feel you're like already in my bubble you safe type of shit
1: i feel like yeah and no i don't know i feel like as you get older you set more boundaries with your friends because you're if you're like in a serious relationship like there are things that you wouldn't do with your friends when you're in a relationship um that like you did when you were single mm-hmm. you know like little things you know like i don't know like going to the club and like being like a wing person, like I feel like when you're in a relationship, like those things don't really fly. Um, so I, I don't know. I think as you get older, things just change. And it's like an unspoken thing. I, like I I wouldn't need to explain to my friends why that's inappropriate. If that makes sense. Uh,
0: but Maybe not your friends, but uh-huh. I feel like it needs to be a spoken thing.
1: Well, my, I feel like my friends just get it. But there are some friends that don't get it. The, the single friends that have been single forever. It's like girl, I cannot keep going to the club with you and being your wing person and acting berserk and getting numbers left and right and I don't know. It's like those things are just not okay anymore. What is a wing person to you? A wing person? Like yeah. someone who goes to the club with you and like they have a friend. So then you start talking to their friend and then next thing you know their friend starts talking to your friend and you you have to like start the conversation in a way. And kind of just be there,
0: so you can't be a wingman.
1: No, I mean, you want me to be a wingman because you look confused right now.
0: I was <laughs> just trying to understand uh-huh. because I I'm, mean, I'm,
1: I'm I have the- I have a, a really good friend who's a who's a very party girl. So if you want me to be her wing person, I could go for it. Okay,
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to understand because I don't think we ever really talked about like the in depth of that, but mm-hmm. um. That doesn't have to come with anything though. What do you mean? Like being a wingman doesn't mean like you have to but, you know, be all in the it's, it's not Yeah. But
1: for the most part when you're like a wing person, you're um I
0: feel like you're thinking about a single wing person. Not like I've seen people be wing wing persons or wingmans for and, and that are in a relationship.
1: Yeah, but without
0: being weird or like Yeah. You know?
1: I feel like for the lesbian community is different. Mm. Very different.
0: I don't, I don't know. That's what we're trying to think, you trying to holler. Anyway, moving they on. They always think
1: it. you I don't like you flirting or something. It's like you cannot just be cool with these girls nowadays. Mm-hmm. Cause they automatically assume something and it's like or they just get too friendly and too touchy. Like it's like, girl, we my just have we just having a conversation. Is,
0: what's good? Oh, where y'all come from? All right, cool. Like my friend think you cute type shit. Like, what's up? Like can't and then when they try to come with the, well, my friend, thank you. Listen, I appreciate you, but I got a girl. I'm just here to cover my friend. Like, it's it's not that hard. We don't have to assume that everything that comes from, like, you know, that single people do can't be done by people in relationships mm-hmm. because it's a single thing. Yeah. Like, you have to appropriate it. Everything has to be
1: appropriated. No, I get that. I just think that some people just don't have boundaries. <laughs> like, you tell them I have a girlfriend, they don't care. They
0: don't. Other people, you know, they're like okay. Other people aren't aren't built like that. Yeah. But we can't take responsibility for other people's actions. We can only go off our own. Yeah. So moving on to the next boundary comes with physical boundary. <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, that's pretty self-spoken. You know yeah. how how you allowing people to touch you who can touch you when they can touch you and what way they can touch you you know a lot of people love to touch like as a female they love to touch your hair Mm oh oh man i hate when people do that because one bitch, don't touch my hair like especially if i'm having a good hair day or like my hair is in a bun and i actually like my bun don't fucking touch my hair because i hate that yeah like you're gonna fuck it up like Uh it's not often i have good hair days (laughs) So, I hate when people touch my hair mm-hmm. or, like, touch my face. It's just, like... I don't want to say I hate it, but I don't allow everyone to touch my face because it's just, like, yo, I don't know where your hand's been.
1: Yeah, no. Like, relax. We're not no, all that. No, 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 Monkey pox is out here. Oh, man. Yeah. The the hair thing is, like, a big one, especially for people who have, like, curly hair and stuff, And Yeah. Don't people, touch curly hair. Just don't That's do it. That's a big no-no. Just, just don't do it. Like, I don't really mind when people touch my hair. Um... But I remember this girl came up to me and she was like, you have extensions? And she was like, she was like touching the back of my hair like at the bottom to see if I had extensions. Why the fuck do you matter? Girl, head? and even if I did, why do you care? Like, what makes you so comfortable to literally touch my head? Like she went down there to just like check. Right. Like, you're she fucking should. weird. She's
0: going yank your shit.
1: Right. I was like, you're weird. I'm done.
0: Yeah. That is pretty weird. That's also why I don't like, Uh I don't let people touch my hands. And again, going back to my hands being so sweaty. (laughs) That's one of the things that I have, like people be trying to like, Uh and I don't like that. Or like give me a handshake or any, any hand contact I don't like because my hands are always sweaty and it's uncomfortable (laughs) for me because then people like to talk shit like, Oh, uh, why are your hands wet? Like, Bitch, I didn't. I told you don't touch my hands. Like nobody told you to touch me, and then you want to sit here and complain. And why my hands no. are wet? Fuck out of here. It's, it was okay, embarrassing for a while when I was young. So I think that that's kind of like one of my insecurities, and why I don't touch people. Yeah, she won't even let me touch her.
1: I do. You're a liar. <laughs> I would
0: never touch your hair though, because I feel like it's that oh. weird feeling, and like it gets. Uh, oh, yeah, weird. but it's wet yeah so physical oh and uh basically personal space you know mm-hmm. that personal space is a big one and people don't know how to put boundaries around that either like mm-hmm. oh i could sit here but that don't mean you know i could be all up on you or mm-hmm. like you know weird shit like that
1: yeah but i'm a, i have a story about that so we went to woody's one, the other day not the other day it was like they're in pride oh, okay and it was packed because it was pride right so we were at the bar, you remember? We were at the bar and um, I had put my bag on the bar and I had put like my hand there because we were getting drinks. I had touched this girl with like my back or with my arm or whatever. It's a bar, it's a, it's a club and it's pride. So she was like, she got crazy. She was like, what did she say to me? She was like, like you don't got to touch me. Like, why the fuck are you all up on me? Like, girl, you've had way too many drinks, first of all. And I had told her, oh, like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. And then she kept going. She was oh. like, why you got to touch me Like, yeah. so I was like, oh, shit, my bad. I, my fault. I didn't realize that I was, my, my arm was touching your arm. But this is a fucking bar. It's fucking crowded. Get over yourself. I told her straight up. Because... All right, I get it. Some people get crazy with the whole my personal space. Mm -hmm. But you got to realize that when you go to a club and a bar on Pride weekend, don't expect the world to just like, no, to not like touch you. Like, it's a fucking bar and a club. Like, girls got to chill with that.
0: Be aware of your surroundings obviously if you're gonna go out you're gonna you have to expect to be like your personal space mm-hmm. is kind of gonna be interrupted you it know? wasn't
1: even like i bumped into her it was like my arm was literally touching her arm mm-hmm. and she was mad mind you we were with a group of people and mm-hmm. she had the audacity to say that mm-hmm. and it was a femme, femme girl and the girl that was with her was a stud mm-hmm. um so then her stud came to talk to us and i was like uh uh-uh. tell your girl to chill out because she's acting real crazy.
0: Yeah, it was getting mad weird. I don't. I feel like things always happen when I'm like minding my business and like partying it up. Yeah. And I turn around and she's somebody's like either beefing with her or she's snapping on somebody, and I'm like, what the fuck? So then when that happened, I actually didn't know that it was happening because I think Fig ended up saying something. Yeah. And then I came in and then the I remember the girl <laughs> saying something um the the her- fem girl got like super calm and nice with me yeah with you right
1: yeah uh-huh. she was like
0: oh i'm like yo what's, what's up and uh-huh. she's just like nah like you know ain't nothing like she was in my space type shit and i was like so i talked to her she's i was like yo that's that's her bad like whatever you know she said my bad like why we still so whatever it got it got weird and i forget what the stud john ended up saying but i ended up At the end of the fucking thing. And I started pushing up on them. Because at that point, I was like, we're being mad corny. You know, (laughs) apologies was already said. I didn't realize it was that deep. Uh We in a room full of people. Like, the place was so packed that day, too. So it was just like, bitch, are you snapping at everybody? So we got into, like, a push, you know, a (laughs) back-pushing fight, low-key. And I was like, girl, you forget I got this dump on my back. Like,
1: (laughs) I will win. No, it was weird. And, like... (laughs) I don't want to make it seem like we're we're problematic people, but, like, I feel Every like once she... once in a while,
0: people be testing the limits, But though.
1: she was definitely, like, overreacting. And, like, I hate girls like that because I feel like when I go out and I have drinks, like, I'm all for, like, making friends and giving people compliments. Like, if someone... Bub- people have dropped drinks on me. Mm-hmm. I'm not walling out on them. People have stepped on my shoes. Like,
0: yeah.
1: I'm like, I get it. It's a fucking bar. It's a club. This is what I came out, and this is what you got to deal with when you come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but some girls would just be getting a little too crazy, like, chill on the drinks. Pipe down. Pipe down. Like, just chill. <laughs> She's Should be. Should be
0: something different. They but gotta, yeah, set those physical boundaries. Down. And if you have those physical boundaries, you know, just apparently pipe down pipe down (laughs) pipe down but yeah if you don't want to be touched you don't want to be bothered you don't want to be fucked with you know just don't go out in public you know you know know your spaces where you can get away with shit you know you know you can go to a coffee shop and not be bothered go to a coffee shop and not be bothered you know you Mm -hmm. if you're gonna go out expect to be you know kind of
1: yeah
0: invaded in a sense of like your personal space um or just come out in a fucking bubble. I don't I don't
1: know. Like You just got to set boundaries and like realistic expectations. You're yeah. not going to go to a festival or a concert or whatever the case is and expect people to not touch you or be in your personal space. Unfortunately, yeah. it happens. You know, if someone does get in your face, I feel like that's like a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But you got to like, I don't know, you got to set boundaries at, at appropriate times, you know?
0: Mm-hmm
1: um so yeah next boundary
0: we got is mental mental mm-hmm. like respecting people's ideas oh, yeah. thoughts opinions mm-hmm. first of all everybody got opinions yeah. shit everybody fucking judgmental you can lie if you want to mm-hmm. um you know but we're very quick to tell somebody they're wrong we're mm-hmm. very quick to not listen and explain our sides of things mm-hmm. and you know i always go about life thinking like i need to treat people how i would want to be treated i hate to say like yeah. that as a that's probably cliche but it's facts uh-huh. like you treat people how you want to be treated yeah. So I feel like I like to listen to people because I like to understand how they're thinking. Mm-hmm. I think I'm very, I'm really one of those people who's like, even though I know I might tell you, I might tell you otherwise. Yeah. Or I, I sometimes I'm a person who I'll be like, mm, that don't sound right. Yeah. But I'm gonna listen to it. Mm-hmm. Cause I kind of want to know your way of thinking. Um, but I'm not going to be like, unless I absolutely know the facts. And even then I don't want to be disrespectful and be like, nah, bitch, you're wrong. Um, I guess it all depends how you come in, but just be respectful of people's thoughts and opinions, even when you don't like them, cause they might be spitting some shit and you mm-hmm. actually might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Also that goes with people's, you know, beliefs and values. Um, we don't all agree on everything. Mm-hmm. We all, as we know, and we always speak about is like, we grow up in different environments around different people, knowing different things. Mm-hmm. Some of us, um, take the initiative to learn outside of our values and beliefs mm-hmm. um, and some kind of just stay in that bubble of just what they know because that's a comfortable right uh, a
1: comfortability for them you know mm-hmm. um it's unfortunate but i feel like when it comes to setting boundaries on this uh, on like ideas and like um opinions or whatever the case may be when I set boundaries, it's like, okay, okay. So you have this idea about abortions or whatever the case may be, and I disagree. We don't got to talk about it. We don't even got to be cool. Like, it's like, it is what it is. Like, I feel like sometimes people try to, like, um, drill their thinking into into your, like, brain. Mm-hmm. And even if they're wrong, they'll still try to, like, convince you otherwise and it's like yo i'm gonna stop you right there because i'm not gonna argue with someone who doesn't really know all the facts and when it comes to like political opinions and religious beliefs and all of that we just don't gotta talk about it ever so you don't even like setting boundaries is like we're not gonna talk about this Mm -hmm. because it's gonna go nowhere we're gonna be going in circles and in circles and in circles and you could either just never talk about this topic again with this person, or you could just be like, we don't got to be cool. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I know that sounds a little childish, like, oh, you'd rather just not talk through your differences. When it comes to certain political opinions and religious beliefs, you cannot change their mind. And that's it.
0: Yeah, people really be headstrong with some of that stuff. I've
1: learned that the hard way. And I've had to be like, all right, well, we don't got to talk about this or we really don't got to be cool. And that's it. Point point blank period. Yeah. I just feel like with all the shit that has been going on over the years and currently now, it's like life is too short for me to just tolerate this and like listen to this bullshit from you. Like I can't. I just can't do it. I'm protecting my peace at the end of the day by just removing myself from this situationship or whatever it is. There's
0: always going to be people who believe what they believe when it comes to political views or religious views, unfortunately. Um, Mm -hmm. But if that's what they want to believe, that's what they want to believe.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: At the end of the day, you can be in tune with your beliefs and morals Mm -hmm. and those values, but, that doesn't stop, that's, that shouldn't stop you from being respectful of others.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: you are your own person. You are going to, you know, walk your own path. Mm-hmm. Just like you're going to do your own thing and walk your own path. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to tell you my point of view and my mm-hmm. perspective. And if you don't want to be respectful enough to just listen to it, then we don't got to have this conversation. Right. Um. But I'm not telling you, at least for like me personally, mm-hmm. like I'm not telling my perspective or like my point of view for you to automatically be like wow yeah, yeah, yeah let me yeah. I agree like mm-hmm. no it's it's another it's just another side of the fucking mirror right. you know I'm, t- I'm just showing you another perspective mm-hmm. and you just it's just for you to understand yeah you know no you don't we don't have to be on the same page but you need to respect and understand in a sense and I feel like people don't mm-hmm. they just it's just it just has to be their view, right? Like it's they don't they don't they talk don't want to, to s- have an understanding. Yeah, they talk to be like empower, like no, yeah. this is how it is. This yeah. is the way it should be. Not like a, I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah, and that's I'm, it. Basically, period. That's, that's period. It.
1: I'm the professor. I set the rules. I wrote the book. Shut the fuck up. Um, but <laughs> with the whole abortion thing, what I mean by that is that, like. That 10 year old who, um, you know, had to cross borders to get an abortion because she was raped. Like the fact that people don't see that there's a problem with that is a problem within itself. So if I was to ever have a conversation with someone and they come with some shit like, oh, well, you know, that's what happens. Or like "Mm, she deserved it or any slick remark like that. It's like, listen, I'm going to stop you right there. Because you, it's nonsense and I'm not going to have this conversation with you because I could already tell it's going to lead nowhere. So certain conversations like that, I'd just be like shutting it down or I'll, I'll say what I have to say and that's it. These type of combos have been happening a lot over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Like... And it's mentally exhausting. Yeah. So uh, so your mental
0: boundaries. Yeah.
1: Just shut people down and be like, I'm not even going to have this conversation with you. So it's either you're
0: going to be respectful about it or you're Mm -hmm. not. Everything comes with respect. And you pretty much have the control to know what it is that you're involved Mm in Mm -hmm. um, or not involved in. So... Mm -hmm. We just got to be respectful about it. Um, But moving on, we have material and I have another one, but I'm going to put it together. Material and financial boundaries, which basically is just sharing possessions and with Mm -hmm. whom you wish to share them with money being a possession and also um, being under the whole financial aspect of having boundaries financially is, you know, pretty much where you spend your money. Right. Like my money is my money. It's not our money. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, I'm, if I'm going to share my finances with her, I'm going to share it with her because I feel like it's good for us to have as a relationship standpoint Mm -hmm. for us to know where we're at. Um, but ultimately just because I'm giving her access and her like knowing where my financial stability Mm -hmm. is, doesn't mean that she has access to spend my money, you know, Mm -hmm. like I set those boundaries. So I feel like too many times we get into relationships and we think like, Oh, well your financial stability Mm -hmm. is my financial stability. Like we should know where we're at. Mm -hmm. I feel like you should know, but that doesn't mean like, Oh, well that means we got money type shit. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not greedy. I share my money. Yeah. But people get a little crazy and it's just like, yo, you both got your own jobs.
1: But I think that people got to be honest about how much they make. And mm-hmm. what their debt is like. Mm-hmm. These are things. These are like conversations that you should that you should have with your partner. Like, if you guys have been dating for some time and you guys are gonna like pay for things together, mm-hmm. I think it's important to know how much every everyone makes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and that conversation is in in general. Like even with your friends. Like I feel like having these conversations about how much you make makes you realize if you're making too much, making too little, usually making too little. Um, so that's why it's important to have these conversations. Like, I don't know why people make it so weird about, like, talking about how much money they make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it like, let's say keeping. let's say we're both teachers in the state of New Jersey. We both have the same years of experience and we go to like a, and we both teach at a regular public school in the same county. How much money you make? Oh, wow. You make like 5 more 5k more than I do. Then I got to find a new job because they're not paying me my worth. Yeah. Things like that.
0: Sticky situation.
1: Mhm. Well, yeah. Just be,
0: you know, be as accessible as you want to be or not, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, same thing with like your cars your house you know Mm -hmm. people like to share their homes and then people take advantage of their homes you know you let someone come stay with you for a week and then they (laughs) end up with you for three months uh without paying rent Mm -hmm. not giving you any any type of help so now you just open up your personal space Mm -hmm. to someone to come stay and Mm -hmm. not only are they taking advantage in overstaying but now they're also taking advantage in fucking using your water your light and like right. there's zero contribution zero that's like a big like zero I think that's that's such a big no-no yeah it's like if you're staying in someone else's home you have to contribute in some way
1: I had someone live with me for a year who didn't contribute at least not once
0: <laughs> now I see where your boundaries come from yep
1: not once so what'd you do nothing let them live there
0: oh good for you Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not gonna say it (laughs) what ifs Well, yeah you got them annoying little sisters or brothers and shit that want to use your clothes you know or like them besties that sleep over Mm -hmm. or them girlfriends that steal your hoodies that shit is that
1: shit is so annoying i'm not gonna lie steal your hoodie yeah like just stealing my clothes in general like a girl would
0: steal your clothes
1: what do you mean by that
0: me and her don't share clothes i think uh-huh. this is actually the first relationship that i've been
1: in that i uh-huh. don't share clothes yeah like i'll use a hoodie here and there but like i don't like overuse things like, i actually I feel
0: offended when she doesn't wear my shit <laughs> i'm just like damn like is my shit not cute or like
1: no it is cute
0: is it i don't know it is cute it's weird like i want what's mine to
1: be yours yeah but I've been in relationships where people just take advantage of that. And we didn't live together. So it was like, all right, I just won't see my shit then. Mm, yeah, right, I, I got God knows where it is. You know, like my favorite things to at that. Like, I didn't like that. How it's how you like, get give you it back.
0: back. Yeah, that's how they get you back.
1: Give it back.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's financial and material boundaries, you know. If you don't want to lend something out, tell them no. You don't want them to use your car, tell them no. Or... For instance, you know, you share a car with somebody and you be like, you know, is it okay if you drive? Because I really don't feel comfortable driving.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You could show for me around any day, baby.
1: <laughs>
0: Next. Time and energy. How do you feel about that?
1: What's your... I think this, like, relates to, like, work sometimes.
0: I think this relates to everything. Yeah. Your time and your energy. Mm-hmm. I think that is most definitely things that we need to be very, very careful and attentive with because Mm -hmm. very often we find ourselves, I hate to say wasting our time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yes. It's like, no, like it's not wasting our time, but ultimately in the end, it kind of is wasting our time because Mm -hmm. whether you're doing something or not, Mm -hmm. it, it, it's still your energy being given into being around people talking to people doing things for people um so be picky with your time and your energy who you're giving it to if it's work you know work i can take advantage of people sometimes like i know for her she was fucking running high and low and going you know to hell and back for an employer that Look at her now. she ain't even working for it. You know, yeah. had no benefit to her, really. yeah, and um, I feel like employers do that often, like to to them, you're just an employee and and yeah. they can find another person to mm-hmm. take your spot. Like it's nothing for you for them to replace you, you know, yeah, it's harder for us to replace them than for them to replace you,
1: yeah, you're replaceable,
0: so I feel like you know, if that's not a space you want to be mm-hmm. in especially like if you're really easy, like easygoing, and you're kind of like a, a pleaser and like a yes man, like you are going to exhaust yourself because mm-hmm. they are going to take advantage of you. Yeah. They're going to overwork you, overuse you. Um, for those friends who are inconsiderate and love to make plans and then never show up or show up late, you know, when you say you want to do something, let's fucking do it. If we're not going to do it, And say that don't have me wait till last minute to be like, nah, like I get it. Like I'm, I can be like that sometimes. I just be like, ah, you know, I don't feel good. I can't go. Last minute shit happened. Mm -hmm. I'm actually okay. Sometimes when people are like, yo, is it cool if we just don't go or we reschedule or I got something, and I'm like, yes, I get to stay the fuck home type shit. Mm -hmm. Um, but ultimately, if I tell you I'm gonna do something or we, you know, I'm gonna hang out, I'm gonna call you, then like, yeah, I'm gonna do it because ultimately I'm gonna feel bad and it kind of stresses me out because I think that you're waiting for me.
1: Yeah. If you're the type of friend that's, like, always late, I'm talking about, like, 20, 30, anything above that, and you're late, it's inconsiderate, girl. Like, it's, like, it's it's not funny. It's not cool. Like, I remember I had to meet up with um my friends, and we had, like, this... This Christmas dinner plan, we had like reservations at this restaurant. I live farther from everyone else, so I had to leave my house earlier. But we set up, we set a time. I think it was like seven p.m. or some shit. Um, they didn't show up till like 30, 45 minutes later, and I was sitting in the restaurant by myself like forever. And I was just like, yo, that's like mad. And then it it made the dinner awkward because now I'm in a bad mood because you guys don't respect my time. And the fact that I I live further from you guys and I still made it here on time, it's like crazy, like... Who are you? Am I waiting for the president? Like I'm confused. <laughs> like who are you to show up 30 45 minutes late to something that we had already planned in advance? Like if you were running late, then you should have said that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some friends are just really so inconsiderate and that's that's definitely one of the reasons why I've cut people off because it's like I'm not I'm not your little puppy. I'm not going to be waiting for you forever. It's not me. I'm not going to do it. It's inconsiderate. It's rude. If the roles were were reversed, you would be upset too. And I'm not a person that's prompt. Like I'm probably maybe always five, 10 minutes late, but it's like two appropriate things. Like if we have reservations set at a specific time, you know that these restaurants, sometimes they don't want to seat you unless you come with your party, one. And two, if you're too late, your reservations are canceled. Mm -hmm. So it's like we live in a world now where we always have to make reservations to come to places and you can't be late. Simple as that. Like manage your time better. I do
0: a really good job or I try to do a really good job to always be on time for anything that is appointed. Yeah. If I had to make an appointment or there was a reservation made, Mm -hmm. I got to be there on time. Everything else, I'm probably going to be on my own time. yeah and but that's fine i'm not just gonna say that you i'm not gonna like i feel like it is different when you are alone and you're waiting for people because it's yeah. like what the fuck like for what um so yeah some people
1: can be inconsiderate in that way yeah and like literally just say that that's fine i'll chill at home for a little bit longer it's not a problem but like if i if i leave my house already and you didn't tell me that till later like once basically by the time i'm there then that's fucked up mm-hmm. like the friends that i have now they are very like good with their timing punctual. yeah it's like not too punctual but not like too late it's like appropriate yeah. and those are friends you want to have in your life that literally respect your time and want to be there with you um and yeah and take take the relationship seriously pretty much like if you were on a date with someone and they showed up 30 to 45 minutes late you would be upset so treat your friendships the same way you know you yeah. wouldn't be 30 to 45 minutes late to a date. So why would you do that to a friend? It makes no sense to me. Yes. And, like, when you go pick up someone up and and they make you wait outside, annoying, oh, too. And they're taking forever? Annoying, too. Like, like,
0: girl, you needed the ride. Right. Or, like, I said I'd come pick you up. You were supposed to be already getting ready. Like, With these
1: gas prices, you should be outside by the time I get there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You showing your ass today, dude. <laughs> you are showing your ass today in this motherfucker episode. You see how these boundaries got her fucked up? Her friends is going to be watching this shit. Like, she,
1: she's not
0: talking about me. Like, she's definitely talking about them bitches that she not friends with no more. But I agree. Like, you know, be be considerate of people's time because... That's also another thing is like, we're getting older and then older, you know, the older you get, the harder it is to kind of keep those relationships. But we also have to respect the the idea that we're adults and we're also not going to be accessible to you at all times. Yeah. that's So true. for those friends who were like, you know, I need to talk to you every day. I need to see you often, like needy yeah like those needy friends Mm -hmm. it's it's okay every once in a while but you also have to respect the fact that everyone's growing up everyone has responsibilities to take on like we adulting is a real life fucking hassle like we can't juggle everything at once so we have to be like respectful of each other's time like You know, not everybody wanted to fucking be out every weekend. You know, they just kind of want to chill. They just had a full work week. Like, we Mm -hmm. have to respect that, too. I feel like a lot of times people kind of forget, like, oh, people have other responsibilities and, you know, not in the good financial space or have to, like, work all the time. And it's just, like, we're not always going to be easily accessible to be around one another. Yeah. So that doesn't mean
1: you have to, like, you know. Just try to schedule things in advance. Like, if you're a busy person and... Your friends are busy. Just literally try to literally be like, what are you doing in three weeks? Oh, you're free. You're not free. Like, let's do something. Like, yeah. It's simple as that. And
0: if it's scheduled, make it happen. If it's not going to happen, cancel fairly like a week or a couple <laughs> days in advance. Don't make them wait 45 minutes. Um, but apparently for those people who wait, it works out for them. <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, so just be considerate of people's time. And if people are being inconsiderate about your time and not, you know, creating a good space to where you're giving good energy, then you need to leave those people alone.
1: Yeah. Um, um I want to kind of relate this to like jobs and stuff. I feel like sometimes jobs try to like ask something of you like last minute or they'll contact you like after hours And it's fine. Like, y'all can contact me after hours. That doesn't mean that I'm going to respond after hours. Like, if I clock out at 5, then I clock out at 5. Like, I'm not responding to no emails. If it was an emergency, you could have messaged me while I was at work over Slack or something. Or you could have called me. Um, And I used to have jobs where, like, they would contact me, like, after hours all the damn time. All the damn time. And, like, that could get really draining because then you're working pass your time and not getting paid for all this work that you're doing and all this energy that you're investing in trying to solve the problem or whatever it is that they contact you about so i think for people who like just started like new jobs and stuff like sometimes you do want to go above and beyond and like show that you're like a good worker but like don't don't let them take advantage of you because i feel like they take advantage of people who like you said are like Yes, people and, like, people who respond quickly and, like, are on top of the, these things, they they see that and then they take advantage of that. And I've been in many, many jobs where I would always go above and beyond in everything, so they felt comfortable enough to be like, oh, Dara would do it, Dara would do it, it don't matter, like, Dara would do it. And it's like, damn, like, give me enough time to do these things or let me know in advance, mm-hmm. like... So I was always stuck working past my time. They don't even give you an opportunity
0: to say no. (laughs) Yeah, and hours,
1: like, not getting paid overtime for none of this shit. It's like, what? Like, there's not enough hours for me to finish this work. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, So you got to, like, put your foot down with that as well. Like, honestly, just don't even respond. And if they say something about that, be like, well, I finished work at 5. So once I finish work, I turn off all my notifications so I didn't see it. Until I came in the next day. And that's it. Simple as that. When she says she done, she done.
0: <laughs> so last boundary that we have, um, which, listen, there's a bunch of boundaries you guys could set. These were just some of the ones that we chose. Mm-hmm. And this really goes for the, like, relationship-wise. And mm-hmm. I just find it crazy. So you know when you're in a relationship, you automatically assume that, nothing is off limits you know everything goes I can touch you when I want I can kiss you when I want Mm -hmm. I can use your things when I want I can spend your money when I want like these are the things that happen in a relationship like these this is the point of a relationship like we have unlimited access to everything that is you Mm -hmm. wrong (laughs) wrong I think it's weird I feel like when you come from relationships that don't have those boundaries, like, I think, you know, you kind of get the most hurt. Mm-hmm. Hurt the most. Uh, you see, see how I'm talking? It got me <laughs> fucked up. Um, So, like, you know, people think that they can do those things. And that's how, you know, your partner ends up walking all over you. That's how your partner starts to, like, take advantage of you and your time. Like, it's okay to be in a relationship and tell your partner, no, like, can you not touch me, please? Like, I'm not in a mood to be touched. Or... You know, can we not do PDA? Can we, like, save our, like, affection for when we're behind closed doors or, like, not around certain people? Anyway. So, yeah, if you don't want to have PDA, you know, in front of people and or, like... You wanna have that sexy talk when you're not around people or behind closed doors and shit. You can pick and choose when you even wanna have sex. Like, you don't have to have sex on your partner's time. That shit's gotta be on your time when you obviously when they want to too. But like, you know, if you don't wanna have it, you don't have to have it. It's not it's not like in a fucking relationship handbook that you have to have it when your partner wants it. Um so you gotta be respectful of that shit. And yeah like it's okay to not be easily accessible to your partner have those boundaries
1: yeah i think that people sometimes don't like pda because they're not comfortable being out yet like they're uncomfortable of like how people will react to it or like if something happens like you just never know nowadays Mm -hmm. um but yeah sometimes people just don't like pda like because of the location that they're in like maybe it's just not a safe location um so, yeah, I wouldn't take it too personally. I think that people just take time to be comfortable having PDA. You don't now. want
0: your partner to talk to you a certain way, whether mm-hmm. it's sexual or in an aggressive manner. Let them know about themselves. You don't want them to touch you in a certain way, whether it's in public or in private. Let them know, let them know about themselves. We can't be scared to set these boundaries, like, just because we're in these relationships and we're scared that our partner's going to feel some type of way. Um, Obviously, you're not going to be like, yo, don't fucking touch me, like... <laughs> Come on, now I'm gonna think something really is yeah. the fuck wrong with you. um Ultimately, I'm just gonna be like, listen, if it's okay, like I just really wish that you wouldn't touch me here because I feel this way, or like I just don't like to be touched there. I don't like you touching my hands.
1: Yeah, your hands are sweating. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the fuckery. Yeah.
0: Um. Just weird shit like that. Like, how are we supposed to be comfortable and vulnerable with someone if we're not really being comfortable? You know, if we're not yeah. being upfront and honest
1: but if someone's always setting those boundaries wouldn't you think that something's up something's weird
0: yeah but that I think that also comes with you constantly setting a new boundary Mm -hmm. like if you're just a person that comes with these boundaries and I knew ahead of time or like you know eventually you kind of decide to put up a new boundary I think you know one I'm gonna want to know why so I can understand Mm -hmm. and know like if i fuck with it or not but ultimately like if you're being weird and you're like oh i don't want you to do that oh i don't want you to do that boundary 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 mm-hmm. like okay it's gonna come off as bullshit yeah but I would we
1: definitely. also
0: have you also have to have the ability in the sense to be able to tell like all right
1: yeah i would definitely think something's up <laughs> yeah um but i think that's all right mm-hmm
0: so, like she said, that's pretty much all the type of boundaries we have. But like she said earlier, um, pretty much what makes boundaries, like setting boundaries difficult for most people is like you don't want to come off rude and seeming bitchy. and like.
1: But I already probably came off rude and bitchy to them. Yeah,
0: she does. <laughs> um, but most people don't like that sense of conflict or uncomfortability and mm-hmm. making other people feel uncomfortable. It's kind of just that idea of like mm-hmm. you kind of care about what people think. Um, and you don't want to put them in situations that you ideally wouldn't want to be in either. Um, so you put yourself in a position to where you're uncomfortable and it pushes your own comfortable
1: levels because you're trying to be nice to other people. Yeah. I feel like when you don't set boundaries, um, all you're kind of doing is let people walk all over you, like talk to you how they want to talk to you, say that say whatever the hell they want. Like to you and I'm just not okay with that. And like I said, I like to protect my peace. Um, And I'm really big on setting boundaries because before I just wasn't doing that. And now I'm just older and I just really don't have the patience for it. I don't have a patience for a lot of people. Um, But yeah, those are our raw thoughts and opinions. Um, If you have any comments or any Any thoughts, feel free to drop them down on on the comments or YouTube comments. Um, But we're going to do some family meeting questions, right? Mm -hmm. Okie dokes. I have a girlfriend who was in an open relationship with her boyfriend. They broke up and now it's just us. She tells me she still wants him in her life but doesn't want him back. I asked if she can just not be alone with him since the breakup is recent. She saw him the same day she was coming to see me and didn't tell me till the next day because I had a feeling. She knows my trust issues from my past, which I don't put in ours, but she lied and wants me to trust her still. What should I do?
0: I feel like we did this already, but let's just say that we're going to do it again.
1: <laughs> Maybe it was a similar story.
0: Yeah. It all start kind of sounding the same. Um... I don't know, man. You're fucking with someone who was in an open relationship previously. So it's like, I know we expect people to change and to be different for you. But ultimately, like, you have to think about where these people are coming from. Um, I don't know why she went to see him.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, the fact that she lied and then went to go see him it still is weird because like if they finish if they if they broke up i don't know why they still have to see each other i would find that like weird um i would have a conversation with her and just be like listen like do you want to be in a relationship with me or do you want to be in a relationship with him because you have to pick and it's not okay for you to see him sneaking around when we're in a relationship like how do you think that makes me feel like what like how do i know that you're not doing anything together you know um she needs to pick and she needs to be truthful um and i think it's hard to trust someone after that but she needs to like show that you know she's making a change and not lying and not seeing him around and sneaking around um but yeah it's all about communicating honestly Open relationships are really tricky. This is why I would never. <laughs>
0: I'm dating this girl and I fell in love. I proposed to her at five months. My family has met her and loves her. But her family is super Catholic and they don't know she's gay. I've met her mom, but as a friend. I've never had a problem and always respected her religion because that's who she is. However, we are mo... Oh. However, we are almost three years in and it's starting to bother me that we are still hiding. What should I do?
1: Wow. Are you guys married? I definitely have more questions. <laughs> propose at month five. That is definitely like some lesbian u shit for sure. Um, That's called stereotype. I mean, five months and they already propose but i mean it's 3 years in and the fact that it's still a secret is still um it's still a little tragic
0: <laughs> it sucks but i think at the same time again like with anything we ultimately want things to change um so obviously you thought at some point she would come out and be a little bit more truthful to herself in your relationship um but you had to go the thing about dating people who come from these religious backgrounds you have to go in it with the like acceptance of their family might never come around or they might never come out to their family yeah is she out to everyone else the people who are most important to your life okay mm-hmm. we have to uh, then, then that's a step you know mm-hmm. that's something like at least people in your inner circle know Mm -hmm. um however her family is her thing you know that's her situation Mm -hmm. and shit to deal with so it's not that she probably doesn't want to sometimes it's just really hard to come out to your family because you know how they are Mm -hmm. like you have to trust the fact that she knows what she's kind of doing what's best for her because she knows her family more than what you know Mm -hmm. her family's only showing you what they want to show you, you feel me? So I just feel like, you know, when you're needing someone in these situations where they're not out to their family, you mm-hmm. kind of have to go in with the sense of acceptance or okayness that they might not ever come out to their family. Mm-hmm. um, Or even if they do that, it just might not be a good <laughs> turnout, you know, good. Mm-hmm. So it sucks, but... I mean, think about it if you were in that situation.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you don't got to, like, force yourself to be in this situation, though. Like, if this is a deal breaker for you, then you need to have that conversation with her. Like, if you can't be with someone who's going to be in the closet forever, then you should really, like, just reconsider the relationship. Because that does suck that, like, you know, if she's never going to come out to her family, then it's like. We're always going to live in secret. Like, you know, that's annoying and unfortunately. How much in
0: secret are you really living? I don't know, girl. <laughs> like, you're not living with her family. Like, yeah, that's, that's different. True. You're mm-hmm. not a kid anymore. You know, you're an adult. You have your own space. You yeah. have your own. So it's like her family is not your entire world. Like, you're not constantly revolving around her family. So mm-hmm. I just feel like why should it dictate the, the success or fail of your relationship? Yeah if it bothers you, I can understand why it bothers you. And you just have to voice that to your partner that it kind of bothers me because, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't know that I am your significant other. I know her family's not stupid. (laughs) Her family's not dumb. They know. But sometimes, you know, to them it just might be a more, that sense of, like, they know but. We all think that they don't know, you know, yeah, that sense of denial, I guess, or whatever maybe they're waiting that's, for her to come out, right. That's just the best thing that they could give right now, mm-hmm. who knows, yeah, like I,, uh, but again, you know that's that's a conversation that has to be had, you know, and hopefully one day she'll feel comfortable enough to come out to her parents,
1: right,
0: um, because now that you guys are married, it's not just about her, it is involving um you know your relationship right and bring in validation to your relationship in terms of her family
1: um I started my first girl relationship about a year ago and I love her and I love everything about being with a woman but she's way more experienced and she's always breaking up with me and getting mad maybe this sounds like a dumb question but is it always this emotional being with a girl if so I don't know if I want this anymore <laughs>
0: girl guys can be emotional too don't get it fucked up yeah don't just make it seem like it's a female thing mm-hmm. um we just not scared us as women just aren't scared to voice our fucking emotions that's yeah. the only difference
1: i I'm, i i think it's a red flag that she's always breaking up with you yeah that's um, like if she's more experienced you would think that she'll be like a little bit more mature about the relationship Because I feel like the whole breakup makeup thing is, like, so toxic and immature. Like, I don't like that. Um, But I remember my first experience with a girl was, like, very, very emotional and toxic. Um, But I don't think all girls are like that. So I don't think you should give up on, on women because of this one experience. Yeah
0: then you're going to run into the girl who doesn't show enough emotion and you'll be bitching about that one too. Ah,
1: <laughs> right. It's always something.
0: Yeah, nah. Um, <laughs> nah. I think, you know, you got to respect the emotional aspect part of it. But the whole breaking up and making up, that's bullshit. And I don't believe in that either. I think that's kind of corny. Like, grow up and take <laughs> accountability and responsibility for what it is that you feel. Right. You either want this relationship or you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't get to walk away and break up with me just because you feel some type of way and, like, Mm-hmm. That shit's not cute. That shit's not cool, and honestly, it's it's not worth dealing with.
1: Yeah,
0: if you're gonna break up with me for every little thing, and that's the crazy part is the people who do all the breaking up and then taking you back are the same people who would who wouldn't take you back if you did it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you were to break up with them, they'd be like, "Nah, you broke up with me. I'm about to go do whatever the fuck I want." Yeah, which they probably are anyway. Right. right. <laughs> so you know again that shit like one bad seed doesn't account for you know an entire field full of fucking flowers you know so go find you a new flower
1: yeah so don't give up on love because of this maybe just this, this isn't the person for me for you and that's and that's it really yeah big facts well thank you guys so much for listening um don't forget to like share comment and subscribe and give us a rating on Um, our podcast platforms and yeah that's about it bye guys what's
0: going on y'all it's your girl jojo and i'm thyra so we recently been contacted by a travel company called trova trip Mm -hmm. that was hard (laughs) and they reached out to us actually giving us the opportunity to travel with With you guys. So
1: we can travel internationally, domestically. We can go to Costa Rica. We can go to Utah. You guys get to pick where we go and we plan it. Hell yeah! We have to upload a survey. We'll put the link
0: in our bio where pretty much it asks you where you would like to go,
1: where you're from, your age. You need to be 18 years or older. Yes. So if you want to go on vacation with us and have mm-hmm. good food, then meet other gay people who listen yes. to the podcast Please, please, please fill out the survey. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, we can have the chance to meet you guys in person. And take awesome pictures. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, click the link in our bio, complete that survey. And holla back if you did it. Doose, doose, mother goose.
1: Hi.